Welcome back to another episode of the Gifted Performance Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to like the video and subscribe for future content. For more information about our one-on-one coaching and other training or nutrition options, visit giftedperformance.com. Our newest feature, the Gifted Express, offers premium programming for bodybuilders, powerlifters, Olympic weightlifters, and lifestyle clients for only $30 a month. Enjoy the video. We'll see you on the next one. And as always, stay gifted. Welcome back, guys. Another episode of the GPP, the Gifted Performance Podcast, giving you both knowledge and practical takeaways. You get two in one right there to improve your own general physical preparedness. Let me tell you a story to start us off. So Dom, Paul, and I, we were talking and we said, we've had a lot of guests on. You know, we've had the likes of John Jewett, Chris Tuttle, Greg Everett. Zach Talander, really big names in the industry. Every time we bring them on, I think Dom said this. He said, Ryan, I feel like these guests just dull our shine. They hold us back. I, as a peacock, need to be able to spread my wings and fly. And bringing someone on like John Jewett, who just doesn't bring the same IQ that I have to the game, to the industry, (laughs) it holds me back. So that's why it's been a while since you've seen a guest on here. So... Our guest today must be true royalty of the industry if we buck the trend of having these dinguses, for no better term, like Tuttle and Everett in them. Please don't Tuttle's gonna cut my food. We love you, Tuttle. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) And we brought on the one and only John Dorsey. You may know him as Goob. You, John, have you ascended to the level of internet personality where when people see you in public, you don't even get called by your real name? Are you Goob in public, or do people still call you John? I have, nobody's ever recognized me anywhere, actually. Not even at bodybuilding shows, bro. It's, uh, it's ter- but it's Gooby 2, because uh, Gooby 1 got canceled, so. Hey, whoa, like, whoa. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, we'll get yeah, there, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wait, <laughs> wait. Is it appropriate to call you Goob? I don't know if I can call you John. I've never heard the term John before. You don't even look like a John. You look like Hon- a Goob. Honestly, I hate it. Uh, but I, I have people that have known me for like 20 <laughs> years, and they don't fucking call me John anymore. It's like, it's my own fucking fault. And I guess it's like- Like your own parents? Like, like your own parents Honestly, are like your Goob now. <laughs> with with yeah. that hat on, you look more like a Jebediah than a John anyway. Well, I've been calling this the Jebediah fade, because me and Ross, okay. we both Amished up to mess with- you know uh, David Mosquito? Yeah. We had him on our podcast, and for no reason at all, we just, like, Jebediah faded, and he answers, and he's like, oh, okay, okay, like, what's going on, guys? Uh, I didn't, nobody told me about <laughs> Man, that. that guy is such a fucking dweeb. I just want to throw that out there and have that on the internet. <laughs> he's uh, he's funny as shit. He makes way too many memes, but he's he's a funny dude. He's too nice, though. It's like, cool. You can say it. He's a fucking idiot. Mark I was trying clip. to get Mark him to it. be... <laughs> I was trying to make him say something mean for like a two whole two hour podcast and I couldn't get it out of him. Like I was like oh, teeing Paul. it up, like, bro, just say something mean about fat chicks or something. Like just let us have it. We he don't do it. We don't have to tee up Paul. We just give him we just say yeah. a name that he doesn't like and Paul is like, Yeah, I just wanna say unequivocally fuck that guy and fuck him forever and if he died tomorrow we are definitely losing our monetization on this one the world that's fine we lost it a long time ago dom yeah like i'll be falling asleep and they're like david i'm like what 
<laughs> Instant adrenaline rush. Okay. Like, like I just got stabbed with an EpiPen. <laughs> Dom, anything that you want to add on the front end of this episode before we dive in? Where can the people find your World of Warcraft arena clips? Where will those be housed? What YouTube channel will they be on? I don't so know yet. I'm that. still deciding. All right, TBD. Go- Goob, I call him Goob. Sorry, John. But um, he uh, he is a RuneScape fan. He doesn't believe in WoW. Like the modern RuneScape? Listen, bro. I ain't sitting in that virgin chair, so you can't accuse me of playing RuneScape. It's been at least a decade, okay? Look at Paul's chair. That's a man that ventures 500 pounds. <laughs> Look at that chair Paul's in. Look at Dom over here, the fucking virgin. Lady. You got to get rid of that chair, bro. How many monitors do you have? Be serious. Three. <laughs> He told me yesterday he's thinking about getting a fourth. Uh, that's a red flag. I, I'm I, having a kid next week. God, that's a big that's big news right there. That's more important than the Wow Arena highlights right there. You got Blake Kuza joins the world. Yeah, so then I can put him there, and I can still look at him. <laughs> Hey, I got three monitors too, guys. Oh my fucking god! I have a laptop. I don't even have a desk, honestly. Just pull up this fucking You're laptop. Just a legend, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I might be lazy. Or I, I live in a small apartment, so there's like literally, if I wanted a desk, I, I'm hating right now because I don't have the space to put a desk anywhere. My apartment's like 700 square foot, bro. It sucks. <laughs> Fucking terrible. I don't have anywhere to go. It's one All room right, in so there. So the, the, the people need to know, who who the fuck is John Dorsey? And where did Goob even come from? Where where did this, this moniker of yours come from? So uh, if you guys are familiar with Reddit bodybuilding at all. Of course. So I used to post there all the fucking time and troll and post dumb shit. I would always post this shit. Uh, people could sort of like, you guys have encountered this. What, what is your diet? What do you eat? What, you know, what do I do? And I would always say, oh, 35 eggs a day. That's that's my go-to diet. <laughs> and I never like a, a explained. I never elaborated. I would just say 35 eggs a day because it's way fucking easier than being like, you know, leave me alone. Or, and then they had something to think about. And it turned into this really fucking weird thing where like, it would. I was making fun of Mark Rippletoe, Go Mad, Gallon of Milk a Day. If yep. you guys have heard about oh, that, yeah. I was like thirty-five eggs a day. And nobody made the connection ever. It never was connected that I was just trolling Mark Rippletoe. And people would be arguing. I'd see threads on Reddit bodybuilding where they were arguing for thirty-five eggs a day. They're like, oh, well, it's like you know, basically two hundred grams of protein, two hundred grams of fat. Like this, this is like bro keto. This makes perfect sense, guys. And I, and I would get Snapchat from these fucking kids with like 12 eggs in a blender and they'd be like, bro, how do you do this? Like, this is so hard. <laughs> and, and like, nobody ever asked the relevant questions. Like, cause 30, how many eggs come in, a, in 12, right? In the carton, you, you have one left over. Like, what do you, why do you, why don't you just eat that one? Nobody ever asked these questions. <laughs> what does your fridge look like at 35 eggs a day? How, where do you put all these eggs? Like the farts, like nobody asked any of these questions. They would just fucking run headfirst into it. And uh, so I had some weird following because I was posting this all the time. They believed it. And then I made one post that like nobody saw. Of, it was like a front double bicep. I was getting ready for a show. And they're like, uh, my caption was, sorry about my goober face. I just woke up. And like six people commented on it, which is what makes no sense about this to me. Six people commented. And this is Reddit bodybuilding. It had a quarter million followers on the page at the time. I was a fucking nobody. Nobody knew who I was. And the next day, I'm, I leave a comment, and my name is DDDDD John. It has nothing to do with Goob or nothing. I leave a comment, and some guy replies, "Whatever, Goob." I was like, "What the fuck?" And I had to think for a few days about like, what did I say? Like, where did where is this coming from? Because like four or five people replied, like, "Oh yeah, okay, Goober, okay, Goob." 
And uh, it was that. It was literally one small fucking comment that I made calling myself a goober. And they're like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Looks like a goober to me. And, and then uh, I see it, dude. they made me a mod at some point for like no fucking reason. The mod replies, he like sends me a message that the guy who created his name is David. And he's like, hey, uh, I realized you weren't a mod, so I made you a mod. I thought you were already. And I was like, why would you give me this power? Like, I'm going to abuse it. What the fuck? <laughs> it, was actually, it was actually a joke. They were like, we need a mascot. And they saw your photo, and they're like, this is fucking it. <laughs> it's been like fucking seven years I've moderated it, but I've, I think I've deleted like three threads. Like, I... I I, when I started my business, I was like, well, I guess I could post my own shit here. <laughs> you know, wh why not? And there's like rules against self-promotion. But this is like before it was super serious. And I was like, ah, my stuff should fly. Here's my coaching page. <laughs> so I felt like a bastard for that. But, you know, it's like you got you to gotta use what you got. And uh, it's a good board. I don't know if you guys have ever been. It's kind of devolved into like a bunch I've of I've actually – uh... I, I don't participate on it, but I, I've like looked through it before and I actually came across a thread of yours a while back. What was it? Uh, I didn't know it was you at the time. I sent it to somebody else and they're like, oh, that's Goob. And I'm like, oh, that's what Goob looks like. <laughs> was and it a stupid thread or what was it? Uh, I think it was on a, like a peptide or something you're you're experimenting with. Oh, uh, I can't. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what the fuck it was, but it was some bullshit. To, I can't remember either. Yeah, it was a really long yeah. time ago. Really long time ago. But yeah, that was uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, go ahead. Are you a fan of, or have you ever enjoyed the food item called Goober? Are you familiar? Uh, well, there's two. One is the chocolate-covered peanut, and then the other is a spread that is peanut butter and jelly in the same can. So which are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, the peanut butter and jelly. I've yeah. never are had you, that. Uh, are you a Goob? Okay. No. I know. What's the other one you said? A chocolate-covered peanut? Yeah. It's, they're called Goobers. That's pretty good. It's a, it's oh, like okay. a, really? When I was in <laughs> training in the Army, dude, we had this fat piece of shit kid that would just, like, eat Goober grape out of the fucking Oh, yeah. Off. It's a chocolate-covered peanut. Nestle <sighs> Goobers. Yeah, you Google it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People send yeah. that. Literally, people... Like, I Google it on my other monitor. I would say I have... Because I posted... <laughs> I posted a while back a, a goober and ham sandwich. It was like the grape jelly with like some like ham on it too. Uh, and I think that might still be the most shared thing I've ever posted on Instagram. Like people I don't even know in my DMs, like you're disgusting, you piece of shit. Like, it's, just a, it's just a sandwich. People get fired up about that shit, man. Sometimes you post like that one thing and you're like, wow, the opinions here are really fucking strong on this. It's always like a piece of food or like, I yep. posted those stupid cloud shoes. You know what I'm talking about? The ones like the, the, the it's called cloud and they, they're like weak guy shoes. And I, you will find a picture of them somewhere. But I was like, I've never met somebody strong that wears these shoes. I had like 40 fucking replies. People were like, oh, I wear these shoes and I'm still like working. Like, fuck you, bro. Like everybody that wears these shoes. Are, are they like the, the atomic shoes? No, the cloud shoes. Worse, bro. Right here, I got a picture of them on here. I got a picture for Those sure. Those cloud ones, right? Yeah, they're called. Let me, it was on my story. Oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones. Those ones. Those ones. You ever see anybody strong in the gym in these? It's not true. I don't think I've ever seen anyone in these in general. I haven't. A lot of what people are, wear them over here. You pay attention <laughs> in the gym. You see, not a lot of not a lot of big squats or presses out of those. What are they supposed to be? Are they like running shoes? They're running shoes. Are they supposed know. to be shoes that signal really that you're soft. a virgin? I think it's a, a cuckold identifier, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got like level up models. The Cloud X, they the all waterproof, are equally ugly monochrome. And really stupid. Like, I don't know, man. It's a yeah, weak they're not great. I think it, it, it decreases your performance, actually. We try to make you a little weaker so that your wife's boyfriend can outbench you. 
Okay. Yeah, that, I, I would say that makes sense. Makes, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. They have free shipping. I don't know, man. I don't know shit about shoes. I'm a New Balance guy. <laughs> I like New Balance. New Balance is fine. I actually found a pair of New Balance at, at a bus stop once. This is when I was like fucking poor as shit. I had like nothing. I was like like scamming, you know, doing all dumb shit. What, I, what, what we were talking about right before that you can't sucking dick for coke <laughs> but i was at the best we're at bodybuilding <laughs> and i'm wearing goob <laughs> front double bicep i'm uh, finding this you will I'm never this find this i think it still exists I posted... bodybuilding goob sucking dick for coke <laughs> uh, i had all those buried at, at, at an seo uh, specialist so you know, oh you had them burned yeah sorry paul damn but, but i'm at this oh, fucking bus it. stop and there's these new balance in there like something I don't know, like left them in their gym bag, and they were way nicer than the shoes I had on. So I was like, eh, "Are they my size? They are." And I swapped them. I left my shitty shoes there. <laughs> I had them for years. I feel I like say, you have zero concern for your own self if you put on a pair of shoes and you have no idea where they've been. Bro, I was taking <laughs> like the zero bus concern home. for your own health. It was like somebody definitely <laughs> left them there going to the gym or something, and I was like, "New Balance are a lot nicer than the and ones I have on. Let me uh, let me trade these bitches out." I had some TJ Maxx ass bullshit shoes. Did you find anything? So when like you, I could never, when you I could post, never pick up a hat off the floor and like just oh oh no hat is different. Like, I, I have way more respect for my head than I do my feet, bro. Yeah, it's not gonna if it's not gonna kill me. I'm gonna take it, bro. Was oh, when you when you post on your story like what's the thing you're most embarrassed about like stealing or whatever? Is this how you like put it out there and like, externalize your own guilt for all the things that you've stolen? Those are before? all my replies. Those are all my replies. It's just it's just goob telling on himself. I realize how fucked the people that follow me are. Every time I do a confessions or what's the worst thing you've ever stolen or the worst thing you ever do, these people are all fucked up and they're telling me. I'm like, I know. Yeah, yeah I've I, I've participated yeah. in this. <laughs> Who the fuck are these people? Like, they, oh my god, there's been some really bad ones. Like, why do you trust me so much? You look very trustworthy. That, that's why I could believe that you were, you were scamming. Yeah, it's. Uh, I disagree. I don't think you look trustworthy at all. I, I don't know if it's the hat or the beard. I don't know what it is. I don't understand. But I'm like, this guy's got secrets, and he's not afraid to tell them to everybody. Well, I have a fucking library on my phone of just like dirt just like of anybody i ever if i see something and i'm like hmm i might need this in four years like, got it some <laughs> fucking kid some fucking kid that wronged me that was a, a client of mine said all this trash and he's talking trash to somebody about it. like it was like dumb petty shit and so i let him know hey i'm not working with you anymore like this came up sorry bro you know it's, that's that i'm canceling your auto pay this was 2018 i had a i still had the screenshots he messaged me two weeks ago he goes, oh, hey, uh, um, I don't have a source right now. Can you help me out? Blah, blah, blah. I sent him a reply of a four-year-old screenshot. <laughs> that was all I did. He's like, he replies, oh, you petty, huh? I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's me. I don't forget shit, You're right. <laughs> I will remember every – I'm like looking at his message, and I was like, why don't I like this guy? I couldn't figure it out. I was like, why the fuck don't I like this guy? And I looked through my screenshots, and I was like, ah – Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, no, I was like, look, it's looking the Matt folder. Mm, ah, there it is, there it is. Anybody named Matt wronged me? We'll put it in here. <laughs> You've got it sorted too, sorted by name. You have to, bro. Don't you have a dirt library? Dude, I, I'm like know. a goldfish, dude. If I forget why I don't Dirt like folder. you, I'm just gonna be like, oh fuck it, maybe I'll give him another chance. Really? Oh, Paul, that's been too long. That's why you get. That's why you get run all over. Yeah, Paul. Paul, Jesus. I know, right? No, I can't. I can't. All right, so when we talk about pettiness, that kind of that kind of brings us to our big story for today of like you know what we're going to be talking about as a whole. So 
Goob U2 is not some like you're you love the band U2 or like this is like you're like a born again bodybuilding coach. Like this isn't like you had to like create something around the number two. Goob U, the original, was, you know, rest in peace. We miss you. But there's a there's a very good story as to why that account no longer exists. Can you just give us a start to finish, a rundown, how it started, when it got spicy, and how it ended? So it all fucking started in Puerto Rico. <laughs> so uh, I took my girl on this trip to Puerto Rico. And I always post shit on the right. Fat, fat people, I, I think they need to change things about them. And I'm always pretty, like, uh, direct about it. And it's not in a mean way. It's in a very, like, change your shit. So I'm always posting these, like, things that somebody that's overweight may take as offense. But I'd be happy if you took it as offense and did something about it. Anyway, we're in Puerto Rico. Uh, my girlfriend is like, let's go on this hike. It's uh, through – it's, like, a mile long. It's in the Puerto Rican whatever the fuck mountains. It goes to a waterfall. Let's go on it. I don't like to, to, to do anything like that outside. I don't actually like to leave my house. So I was like, oh, fuck, okay, fine. You know, can you pick the easiest hike we can possibly – Yeah, right? Like I don't want to leave the house. Can you pick the easiest hike we can possibly go on, like a hike for children? So she does. She picks like the <laughs> easiest fucking hike we could ever possibly go on. So we get there. There's like old people, like children, regular. There's like another couple from Brooklyn, which is kind of cool. So we're talking to them. And there's a woman with two probably 11-, 12-year-old boys – and then like a 23, 24 year old daughter that I could probably only bench five times. And, and I mean, I took 315 for 12 the other day. So, you know, it's, I was going to say, I saw, yeah. I saw three cookies go up for double digits. So we've got to be somewhere in that like th mid threes. We're talking like a 365 range. Yeah. It would be, it would be tough to overhead presser for most uh, juicy men. <laughs> so I would just say that. And so I'm like, God, fuck, you know, like you're, you're looking you're like, fuck, you know what? If you're sitting on a bus and like somebody that's huge, you're like, fuck, this is going to fuck my whole day up. So I'm like trying to be positive, <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> this is why I got canceled. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. I'm like, whatever. It's the easiest hike humanly imaginable. Like this isn't going to be that bad. We're like a quarter mile in. She's doubled over. And there's this super nice tour guide. He's wearing flip-flops, by the way, for this hike. That's how tough the hike is. He's in flip-flops, and a lot of people are in fucking flip-flops. He, he didn't even need his cloud shoes. No cloud shoes necessary. <laughs> I didn't bring mine, bro. I was in fucking – I was in, like, flip-flops too also. And so this boy's like, running – he's, like, running to the front to show us where to go, and then he's doubling back to go and, like – I'm not even making this up. I, I have a picture of it. I can't show you guys. But he's underneath her, like – is it a hind quarter at that point? I don't know. But he's underneath her, and, and there's like a log we have to step over. And he's like, like pushing her up. And I was just like, whatever this guy's getting paid, it's like not enough. So she's like, she she pukes twice. We get halfway there. She literally quits. And uh, we go, it's a beautiful waterfall. You know, 10 minutes later, we're at a waterfall. <laughs> and she's like puking in the forest somewhere. We're having the time of our lives, whatever. We're walking back. We collect her. She's puking again. She's complaining. We go to like a place to eat, and she's like literally still puking and complaining about like how tough that was. And it was horrible. And, and this is at the time that uh, all this health at every size stuff is like huge, you know, because it's, it's been huge for this year and last year. Health at every size, health at every size. And uh, I'm like, this <laughs> that <ain't> health? <laughs> the fuck you mean that's not health? So I made a post, and I'm like, hey, guys, I think you're harming people. And uh, have you ever seen how the health at every size people do their post format? 
they have it's like direct statement and then like three panels where they're telling a story about why whatever is harmful is harmful with no actual data that's their point like just feelings and a statement that i think is conclusive and no data so i was like i'm gonna troll them and i'm gonna use their format to make fun of them and so i tell my story about this chick goes into the forest and can't fucking you know keep it hey guys yeah, yeah. Keep keep going. I gotta have a guy measure my window. Oh, it's phenomenal. I hope oh, he's not okay. like 350 pounds because he's gonna hear this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be halfway through the measure in the window. This is so hard. He's puking in Paul's sink. <laughs> Paul's like trying to hold him up. I'm like, you can measure it, dude. I'm gonna turn my camera. Uh, off. You're fine. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. So anyway, this fucking this uh this fucking girl pukes whatever. I make the post, and it's basically like, hey. It's from a good point. You know, it's it's like my brand of, of of niceties where I'm like, hey, maybe you're harming these people saying they're healthy because they can't go out and do what I saw a 75-year-old man do and children do. Uh, she's 23, 24, 25. She probably should be able to walk a mile into the forest to enjoy her life. You're taking away her enjoyment by encouraging this behavior. And that was kind of my post. Health at every size is bullshit with the caption and whatever. And so instead of people reading it and being like, yeah, it's a great point. It got shared to every BMI 50 plus, you know, size XXXXXL blog that humanly imaginable. And they all just start reporting me for encouraging them to diet and exercise. And uh, it just, it happens enough and they just take your account down. I was like, fuck, really? <laughs> and yeah. and uh, I actually did get it back once. And instead of just like going and lying low and doing whatever, I posted a phoenix rising out of the ashes, and my caption was something like, "The fatties will never get me down." And it lasted eight hours, and they like shared it again. They're like, "Look at this fucking guy! Look at what he's doing! He doesn't even care." And I'd already started a second account. And I, I'm back up to whatever my following was before, more or less engagement wise. So it didn't. It actually helped me. If you think about it, because nobody that is sharing that shit was ever going to pay somebody like me to tell them what to do in the gym. They probably don't go to the gym. So I didn't really lose any any money. I, I gained a ton of fucking uh, new clients out of that. Uh, some some girl, do you know who Brianna Terry is? Uh, Powerlifter, power I want to say. I think she's converting to physique sport. Yeah, yeah. She she actually hired me during that period of time. Okay. She's she's the all time world record deadlifter at I think one eighty five or something, one seventy two. She pulled like six hundred fucking pounds. Just animal, absolutely animal. And she hires me, and, she, and I was like, I didn't understand it. I was like, why are you? Because like, I asked, I was like, hey, you're not really like my niche. Like, why are you hiring me? And she said, because when I'm being fat, you're going to probably tell me I'm being fat. And I like that. I was like, oh, well, that's my market. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. It's a, it's a, it's a brand of coaching that works for some, right? Because some, you know, they've come around and they realize their own bullshit. And they're like, hey, I need someone like this guy that it has no problem whatsoever with calling me on exactly that. It's a double-edged sword. Uh, it's like some of the people come in and they understand what the thing is and they actually want that, like you just described. And then the others are like, oh, oh yeah, like I want to hire the hardcore coach. They'll shit on me. And then as soon as you shit on them, they want to argue about it. And like they can't actually handle criticism, but they hired you because they want to tell people that you're coaching them and they can handle criticism. So it never works. I fight if 10 people hire me in a week, I probably fire like five. <laughs> I'm really fucking bad about that, bro. I will not say it'll be turnover. My turnover. And not because they're leaving. Cause I'm like, I actually can't work with you, bro. You can't handle. It's like, I usually try to hit them with some fire, like the first week or two, just to see how they respond to like, you know, absolute 
being critical. And if it's bad, I'm like, nah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know if you can handle this because it's just going to get worse as we go on. And I, I have a list of coaches that I recommend them. Dom, I send them to you sometimes. Yeah, I, I got a list of people where I'm like, I was gonna yeah, say. send your, you can send your money to one of these other guys that I like, but uh, for me, you're just going to give me a headache. You might want to go talk to Dom. You're soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Dom. not as hard. I'm not as hardcore as Goob is. That's for yeah, sure. That's, you know, it's, the, j- I'm, I'm more on the, I'm more on the, I lead it with a compliment and then I back it up with a yeah, name. Ooh, a little compliment sandwich. Yeah, you get some. That's like an open face. <laughs> That's an open face. <laughs> Turkey sandwich right there, Tom. What's going on? <laughs> you, know, you get you get work out of people like that for sure. It's just we you know, you guys know this. You have to match your personality. And there's yeah. definitely some fucking people that I I recognize it right away. There's not like you know, I don't even like them sometimes. It's like, no, if I don't like you, I can't fucking work with you, you know. To a degree you can, but uh I just, I hate when people are like, Oh yeah, you you got to hire with a like I'm so hardcore. I do everything on time. I'm the best. I'm the best uh, client you're gonna ever have. And I'm always like, I'm gonna be so disappointed by this motherfucker immediately. Like I know it's gonna be week one, and you're gonna send me five excuses why you couldn't send a fucking email by noon and take four photos. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I posted one day like check-ins are due before eleven o'clock, and and then he messaged me and was like, "Damn, you're more cutthroat than I am with your time." <laughs> Yeah, I, tell, I give him that at least fucking noon to wake up a little bit, take some photos. You're like 11 o'clock, damn. Damn. What do you guys... Something that's... Yeah, go ahead. It's kind of related um, in, in terms of like critiquing people. You do a lot of those physique critiques on your story as well. I've seen you do Instagram lives of those as well. Do you get any similar kind of reaction from people where they're like, like, bro, like what the fuck? No, like my biceps look great. Like, I don't know. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's It's been a sliding scale where when I first started doing it, I absolutely got – if, if 50 people sent it, probably 20 of them would complain, and I would literally reply, I don't care. And, like, I wouldn't argue with them. I'd be like, okay, like, you asked me. I don't care. Like, you, you asked for my opinion. You sent this literally. to me. But now <laughs> I had one, and I actually blew him up in the stories a little while ago where it was, like, some kid. I think I said, you need everything. Holy shit. Like, what's going on, bro? And he was like, why do you have to do me like that? I'm like, I could lie to you, I guess, but that's not what we're here for. But it used to be way worse – because now people see it and they're like, I'm only going to send photos if my mind is wide open and I'm ready to get shit on. Because, you know, they saw, they see what I say. And I'm, I'm not, I don't try to be a douche, but like, I, I, I always look at them and I think, this guy has the intention of being on a national stage. What does he have to stand next to somebody else? I'm not looking at them how some of them used to think I was looking at them. Like, is this a good physique? You know, there's tons of good physiques. There's also tons of good physiques in the last fucking call out of nationals. And they're probably not sending it to me for that type of advice. They're asking... Do I have what it takes or, or potential? <laughs> That's the best one. I got a, I got a message this long from somebody the other day and it was like, I just want to see what you think is my genetic potential and this and that. And I'm like, how long have you been lifting? They're like a year. I'm like, I don't fucking <laughs> yeah, know. You don't even know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows. Oh my God. I made that post the other day about how potential is a worthless word. Cause I was like, what, if I tell you to quit, are you going to quit? Like, what the fuck is this? Just try And, I shit you not, 45 minutes after I made the post, somebody goes, hey, I was referred to you by blah, blah, blah. I was wondering if you could tell me what my potential is. And I literally replied, you got to be fucking kidding me. And I sent him my post. <laughs> and then the guy that referred to him, I guess they had a conversation and he calls me and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, uh, he's he's kind of like that. Like, he's a good kid though. I was like, oh my fucking God. I thought he was trolling me. Like, I thought my boy put him up to it to just go fuck with me. But no, he really was just asking the thing that I hate when people ask me about because it, it's meaningless when you know, if i say yes does it make you any better 
And I say no, are you going to quit? The answer to both of those is no. Probably. Yeah, they'll probably quit. Yeah. And if you would quit, then there's your yeah. potential right there. Your potential. No, those people are just looking for like self-validation. They want some. They want yeah. that affirmation. Yeah. Some sucking out of that. That's what yeah, they want. It's not... And you don't give it to them, and then they're upset about it. It's like, go back and listen to Monday's episode of Kuz's Corner, the talk about toxic positivity, especially in, like, the social media space. Fuck yeah. Like, Fuck that's yeah. exactly what people are talking about, right? They're, like, they're posting yeah. for one reason alone, and wow. if they don't, if they don't <laughs> get that validation or their, their homies don't come through, like, oh, man, like, you're one week out, but, like, I bet your glutes will come through, and they've got, like, this, like, just a wait till it dries out. This, like, flap of fat coming off their ass. They're like, oh, it's all water, bro. It's, like, it's not, and you're lying, and you're a bad yeah, <laughs> yeah, toxic positivity is a problem. I, uh, me and Ross talked about that the other day. We, we were going to cover it, but I guess you guys already did it. So now we need to, I guess, rip on fat people or something. But Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah, I mean, you, you can just host. You can rip on nah. Host Kuzo on your <laughs> nah. podcast and let him go in on it. Listen to that episode this morning. I like that It's one. really bad. But no, I think it's because it's an issue with the subjectivity of bodybuilding as a whole. Like in an objective sport, like it's like, a football coach is not going to be like, oh, like we got this, like like we're going to win this one down like 50 points in bodybuilding. Like you can really feed into the subjectivity of the sport by having bad friends that are just like, yeah, man, like you're going to get it. And you really get set up for that moment where you're on stage. It's like that yeah. meme where you're like the pale fat guy on stage <laughs> next to everybody else. I remember because all your friends when I was competing, Ross and me were, were friends like that's how we met through our first show. And I just remember Ross was the only person that I trusted his opinion of. Because he would just constantly tell me I fucking suck. And I did suck. I would like win my class, but like I wasn't a good fucking bodybuilder. And he would tell me how much I sucked and what I, you know, oh, you're too fat, whatever, pick another show, blah, blah, blah. And you post on Instagram and everybody, the trophy, first place. And it's like worthless. Overall, and, pro card. Well, I say this all the time, but you're going to find out eventually. You're going to find out. Some kid uh, called me because he wanted to hire me and he's got this coat. This kid, he's paying $750 a month for a local coach, by the way. Let that sink in. Seven fifty, and he's like, my my yes. coach got me uh, doing nationals in July, and I'm like, send me some pictures, bro. And he sends me these pictures, and I was like, all right, well, you're either gonna find out now or you're gonna find out in July, but you're not winning this show, and you shouldn't do it anyway. I just saved you a lot of money. Like, you don't have to hire me, but like, here's a list of other guys. I don't know if we work together, blah blah blah. And uh, I, I was like, you know who Chris Aceto is? And he goes, no. And I was like, Chris Aceto, you know, Sean Roden's coach legendary bodybuilding coach put many olympians on stage because i don't know who he is and i said and that's why you're paying 750 dollars a month to some fucking scrub that is not chris acido chris acido charges 250 a month and you can have him and an m3 leasing it instead of this chuckle fuck and he's like oh i'll look into that and hopefully he hires literally anybody other than this guy but you know Jesus, you guys ever heard of that? He's gonna post that he's working with Chris Aceto. Oh yeah, he's gonna be on the Olymp he's gonna be on the Olympia stage working with Chris Aceto. He's like this fucking goob guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, nah, dude, take, take that. The best advice of his I life. I literally told him just hire anybody else but that guy. I was like, don't hire me, but hire literally anybody else. He's he's got a good physique ish, but he's like he showed up fat and he's like six something, so he's probably like forty pounds away from you know being big on stage. And uh, some guys charging him. Wrap your mind. Let's rent a lot of places. Seven hundred fifty dollars a month. That was my rent in Pittsburgh for a two bedroom. That's a lot of money. Like I was like, bro, you can have a luxury car in Chris Aceto's ear, or like, I don't know, like you get a Corvette probably, bro. It's like, hey man, 
how, how much work do you think your coach is actually doing? Not a lot. Not a lot. And and that's <laughs> I guess that's another topic. Changing yeah. changing three numbers and then sending you over some copy and paste programming and you're like, Yep, seven fifty. That's worth to it. To some degree, like you're paying for it to be done right. You're and you're paying for the expertise and to know when to go and when to stop and all that stuff. But there's a point where it doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't think I've ever done anything that was worth $750 in 30 days time for another human being. And I mean, like, I don't know, maybe if I was helping them move or something three times in the month, like that may make sense, but fuck, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of fucking cheddar for four emails. Probably. What's that break down to almost $200 an email. I was going to say, I was going to do it hourly. It's probably, you know, what, I mean, what is that hourly? Like four emails. It's probably it's probably six hundred dollars. Yeah, probably spends. <laughs> no, it's got to be more than that. You're not even you're not even getting an hour. You're not even getting an hour out of that coach in a month. Uh, he had him on macros too. Oh, <laughs> come on! Oh, that guy's a scam yeah, artist, is, bro. And I was like, who's he caught at the Olympia? Like this number seven fifty. That's you know that's got to be he's you know he's got twenty people. Shelby Starr's oh, money. But, like they all got to be at the Olympia. Or, like I don't know. His name has to be Tyler Mannion or something, and you're buying a little more than just coaching. But no, he's, he's just some local guy. Nobody, I never heard of him. I was like, fuck, that sucks. $750. I was like, could you get that back, bro? And I was like, how many months have you paid? He's like, I'm on my uh, first year. He was like nine or 10 months in. I was like, you. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I was like, bro, oh, you, you could have bought a Rolex by Poor now. Kid. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> fuck. And. I mean, Ugh, damn, he, he seems like one of those kids that anybody could coach, you know, like genetically blessed and like young and listens and all that. And instead he's paying $750 a month. So damn, dude, oh, eight months in, that's like maxing out your IRA. Dude. Maxing out that guy's IRA. More than that. Bro. It's more. <laughs> yeah. The other guy is like, eh, let's go, baby. Max contributions. Oh, bro. I've done sales 1500 so, for a year before. Like literally, a ton yeah. of times. Fifteen hundred. I just, years. Did, I just did that fourteen hundred yeah, for the and year, and I think that's yeah. pretty good. You should have taken that seven fifty a month <laughs> times twelve for a year. Oh, that's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> Could have had a record yeah. month with What's two that, sales. Like Nine thousand dollars or something. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, that's it's too much. It's too much for someone to change your macros. And it's nine thousand. Nine thousand dollars. So you know, overall, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here. John, you probably had people call you a dick before, right? A dick and an Me? asshole. Someone who's, yes, all of those things wrapped into one. <laughs> all uh, the good body parts. The, the scum of the earth, all sorts of that kind of stuff. But when I look at your positions on things like whether it be too much, be, me too, being too much charged for coaching or, you know, any of these things, I see someone who has a, a core issue with people being scammed. Are people being misled? Are people being given bad information that's not going to help them in the long run? And you kind of take the counterculture pushback to that and kind of attack that at its face with the same kind of like aggression. So is that kind of your point, your counter argument against like this body positivity, health at any size, kind of like culture as a whole? Is that your pushback? You know, people are being sold something that's at its face inaccurate and will hurt their health yeah long-term. i mean that was that was kind of my post the puerto rico post was like you guys don't know it but you're in a misery loves company club and you're not running it you're just a part of it you know there, how many people are you know being encouraged to be pre-diabetic or, or t2 just because it's 
It's kind of like, who's the real asshole here? That's what I'm saying. Is it me saying, hey, live longer <laughs> and get that, you know, get that T2 out of your system? Uh, or is it the girl that's saying, baby, you're, you're good just like you are at, you know, 350 pounds, five foot one, and uh, love, just love yourself a little more. I think, well, let's talk about body positivity. Do you guys know what body positivity started as? This is going to make you angry. Anybody? Body positivity? Bring it on. Bring it on. Let's go. Or I'm ready. Fucking ready to fuck people that had disfigurements like you lost a leg or like an arm, like children that are in a walker or a wheelchair. And it's supposed to be like, yo, you know, you can't change this. You know, the word immutable characteristic, like you can't change your, your race, your skin color, whatever. You can't change it. So love it. Learn to love it. And fat chicks took it and they said, well, you know, we could get this, we could get rid of this body fat, but we're going to learn to love it and call this body positivity. I don't see it as the same. One was, hey, you can't change this. Learn to live your life and love yourself the way you are, which I think everybody should live like that. You know, look for the best in these things. You don't have a leg, but look for the best of it. You know, it's fine. It's, it's yourself. Learn to love yourself. You shouldn't hate yourself because you are born this way. And then they took it and made it, you actually, I'm going to insulate myself from criticism because I'm just being body positive. I love myself this way, which is never true. So uh, fuck off. Yeah, that's their argument. Fuck off. I'm doing what I want. Body positive. No. I think if you're positive about your body, you're going to take care of it. You're going to try to make it the best fucking body it could ever humanly fucking be and make it live as long as it possibly could. But that's not what they're doing. They're early graving it. But we're going to see that in a few years when uh, all these superstars that have you know, a million followers and they're 400 fucking pounds and they never post the blood work. We're going to see them dropping like flies and maybe then some of these girls will try to get off the train. But it's going to be way too fucking late. You know, the damage is done. It's It's... You know, run, run hard and put away wet at that point. Oh, I have this converse. I, I had a conversation like this with one of my <clears> friends. <throat> um, he's a bigger guy, 300 plus, and he has two kids now and he just couldn't get on track. Right. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And then I told him, I said, dude, do you want to be here when your kids get married? And he's like, yeah, of course I do. I said, do you think you'll be here when your kids are married? I was like, be honest with yourself because at the rate you're going, you'll be for something in a couple months. And then that's kind of like the wake up call he needs. I think, I think a lot of the body positivity stuff can requires a really hard wake up call to really get them to change their minds. If they're, if they're teetering, cause you know, internally they no, don't want to be unhappy. like that, but, but on the external, they have to show this whole positivity thing because they lack the discipline to do what's needed. But I think those big wake up calls, like, having a kid or, you know, something tragic happens to somebody, you know, things like that really wake them up to, okay, shit, I got to get my act you, you together. You can always, <clears throat> and you can ever, always sort of un yeah, you can spot those unhappy, insecure people by what they're posting. Do, do I get online every single day and say, it's okay to be 5'4". It's okay. Every, everybody loves guys that are 5'4". No. Do I care that I'm short? I don't give a fuck at all. But are they posting every single day their whole livelihood, their whole content, their whole fucking t-shirts they wear, down to the products that they buy, everything? See, yeah, that, that screams to me that there's an internal yeah, issue going themselves. on. Like, and it's not even, not even just with that. It, you see that with, you see that with the opposite end of the spectrum, the really lean, the really skinny, the really, you know, pushing that kind of, it's just constant positivity, yeah. affirmations, all this bullshit every single day. And I'm like, dude, you're Literally, miserable. Yeah. If you have to post like that every day, you must be one miserable person. told person. you every day, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm just so happy. Would you fucking believe them? 
Like, no, you're like, what? Why don't you just be happy instead of telling you? You have to post that you're happy. Like, you, I, ooh, in the yeah. relationship, uh, you know, or uh, I, I had a, a Q&A, uh, cheaters, you know, or what's the worst thing you ever did in a relationship? Every fucking chick that cheated on their man, if I could go to her profile, every photo was with her man. And, oh, I love you so much. Here's for here. We're in Bora Bora, blah, blah, blah. Couldn't trade you for the world. King and queen. King and queen. King and fucking queen. matching tattoos and shit. And she sends me a thing. Oh, I fucked blah, 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 blah. When I wasn't supposed to. Never told my husband he doesn't know. I'm like, holy fuck. Why are you telling everybody that you love him so much then? It's like the same shit. You know, you're, you're, what are you posting and putting out there? To me, you know, my page is, is my thoughts and manifestations of what I want, you know, where I want this shit to go. Uh, Kuzo, you do the same thing. David, Paul's favorite human being, he does the same thing. We want these things to change. We're posting because <laughs> we want these things to change, and it's a positive change. But they're trying to say, hey, instead of me changing myself, I want the whole world to change. I don't want to lose weight. I want the world to change and look at this unhealthy behavior differently. It's fucked up, man. It's the only fucking – yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, it, it's a it's a removal from what health at every size was designed to be. It's like <clears throat> I wrote in the outline that it's almost like a bastardization by a very loud minority that are taking what was supposed to be a movement that was going to be or could have been helpful and making it their own. So like Google here uh, divine, defines it as uh, movement promotes acceptance and appreciation of one's body. I think we're all fine with that. Even if you're overweight, cool, you can be overweight. It encourages overweight people to shift their focus from losing weight solely to other healthy habits, such as eating healthy foods and getting more exercise. Which like, the that end is, result... That is something that all of the us... The end result should be you lose weight, but you have these... these the side effect of yeah, those habits is... Some, some people out there, four yes, years. exactly. they health at every size for four years. That is enough time... Have you guys ever had like that star client that comes to you like 350, they lose 100 pounds in a year? Like we've all had at least one person like that where they're like a fucking trained assassin and they do it. Four years, you're still fucking morbidly obese. You're asleep at the wheel and health at every side. You're right. It's like a, a bastardization. It's their vehicle to stay the same. They're like, oh, well, it's cool. Uh, uh, I put on some yoga pants. I have a fitness account. So you, I'm insulated from criticism. I'm obviously working out. I posted about it today and yesterday and the day before. So uh, you don't know my body. I'm working out. You know, her foop is touching the ground, but... You know, we don't know. And she probably has a rare genetic condition that the other 500 chicks that post the same thing have. So, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Health, and, and I think it's at its core, it's probably a poor name too, like health at every size. Like health pursuit, the pursuit of health can absolutely yeah. exist Will at Smith every would have taken them up on but that. But there are probably... So gotten sued, the pursuit of health, yeah. True. Yeah, you can't do that one. <laughs> so... With that, like, you can pursue health at any size. You can be metabolically, quote-unquote, healthy at many sizes. Some individuals are very resilient to high amounts of adiposity. But you do get to a size where health is 100% compromised. And, John, you seem to have an issue with those individuals taking to a social media, taking to a social platform where they have millions of followers, where they can reach millions of other individuals who may be in a similar situation as themselves and just saying, you know, this is what it is for you. This is what it'll always be for you. Any move that you make to improve yourself, even if it's something that you want, it takes away from your own like 
image of yourself, that's actually an indication that you don't yeah, love yourself. Yeah. So by taking those steps to improve, you're basically saying, I'm not happy with who yeah, I have am. You, have you guys encountered this in your lives? Because a lot of us <laughs> didn't come, you know, Paul did not come out of the womb, venture 405. It was a point where all of us were a little smaller and didn't, you know, train like we do. You're starting to change and you're looking differently, individually differently. And some people in your friend circle aren't cool with it. And they're like, what are you doing? I had some girl at work once, I'm not even big. I've never been big. And she's like, don't get too big. Like, why the fuck would you tell me that? Like, what is... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> People don't hang out with you no more. They like they're taking your self improvement as a criticism on themselves, and it's just because they hate them. It's never somebody that's in good shape. Because if you see some like men are super good about this, or at the fucking gym, you see some dude that's jacked. We're not sitting there going, "I bet he takes steroids." We're like, "Holy fuck! I wonder what he does to look that great." Yeah, holy shit, that guy. I feel like most people in my life were supportive except yeah. my mom. Mom really? never cared for it. Mom, Mama Seraphine, Jesus. come on. Uh, call she, Paul today and tell him you love him, even though he's what, big. What did she say? She's like, oh, don't don't get too big. Like, you know what I mean? She was worried. She was concerned. Jeez, bro. My uh, my my parents were a little Dude. concerned at the beginning. My mom called my, me fat. My, my first cousin, or my mom's first cousin, is Will Dabish, who's the founder of oh, Powerhouse, wow. the whole entire company. And um, he was super, super jacked. And uh, she was just like... I'll never forget when they uh, found supplements and they were like, you're going to be like him. You're going to die. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but now he like walks with a cane and like had a bunch of surgeries Jeez. and stuff. And, and in the beginning, they were like, you're just going to end up like that. And I was like, eh, I don't think so. I think things have changed since then. But then now, now they're supportive because, of course, it makes money and yeah. all these things. You guys triggered a memory in me just now. I, I think I can tie together why I have such a problem with health at every size. This pro, pro obesity. Can we call it pro obesity? Pro obesity. That's has anyone I, said I that before? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you better take to I'm you better get the trademark on that ASAP. T-shirt. So when I started bodybuilding, I worked at a call center for Bank of America, and it's like I don't know if you guys have ever worked at a call center, but it just attracts the fucking least motivated individuals humanly possible. And this wasn't just any call center. This was a call center in the fucking middle of West Virginia. So it was just Mount, you ever heard of Mountain Dew kids? They just like fucking grow up instead of drinking milk, they're just drinking Mountain Dew out of the womb. It's like that type of shit. <laughs> I can visualize me. it. Just got into strength training. This is like fucking 12 years ago. I'm working out, going to this fucking call center and just like 100, like 400 pound women that when they went on their break, instead of getting up out of the chair, they would just push off from the fucking desk and scoochie their little ass to the break room to use the vending machine. And then scoochie to the, I'm not even kidding. They'd go to the fucking bathroom and there would be a, a park of chairs. There'd be like six chairs from all the fucking fat chicks that sit, like got out of them to go shit and then go back in the chair and then scooch back to their desk. <laughs> it was... I feel like you just described my whole day, dude. <laughs> I, there was a girl. Once, she I picture fucking, she's on break, and I, like I didn't, you couldn't tell that she, like where her neck was, and she's on break, and she's got her phone, and she like I'm walking behind her going on break too, and I see her lift her neck flap up and put her phone in the neck flap and lay it down, and she's <laughs> on a call. <laughs> so she says that to hold the fucking phone up. That's utility. Oh, that's efficiency. Just say you're jealous. Just say you're we jealous. Game, uh, we, have you ever heard the game Team? 
where like you point at somebody and you go team and you build no. the other person's team for them. And, and so it was like, uh, no. we had a, an album of just like the craziest shit we ever saw. It was like, you know, 400 pound people like scooching in the whatever. I had a picture of the girl with her phone. It was, uh, okay. Let's let me get canceled again. on I got Gooby three already. Though, so it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah you've already got that set I, up, so you're good. Guys, be, be nice. Yeah. Be nice to Goob. Be I nice. Come on. He's, he's, he has good intentions. The intentions in, are good. The intentions they're, are they're good. genuine. I just uh, <laughs> He genuinely wants to do good in the like, world. I feel like I have no room to talk because my whole life is fucked up now from, like, this pursuit that I'm on. Like, I can barely <laughs> scratch my fucking neck. Like, I was trying to sleep last night, and my trap was, like, weighing into my neck, and I was like, I don't think I can sleep like this, dude. I breathe hard. There's a considerable like, difference, though. You are not going to get up on a fucking platform and argue that being 265 fucking pounds to jacked out of your mind on a bunch of shit is healthy. You're never going to tell anybody that that is totally fine and healthy. You're going to say, it's hard to fucking scratch my back. I can't sleep on my fucking sides. <laughs> I have a CPAP mask. You're going to tell people the bad stuff about it and tell them, you know, the truth. They're saying, I can do everything that an able-bodied yeah, yeah. person can do. Why are you using the word able-bodied to describe somebody else? <laughs> you know, motherfucker, I saw that post the other day. She described it as straight-sized people with able bodies. Like, what the fuck? You just... like. So what is straight size? What is straight size? <laughs> well, gentlemen, straight sized. <laughs> straight sized is another way of saying when you walk into the department store and you want to buy a fucking t-shirt and it goes from small to extra large. If for any reason okay. you've had too much Wendy's in the last 64 weeks of your life and now you are a 4X, they do not carry a 4X. That is not straight okay. size. You are now uh, – big and beautiful and so you need a, a specialist and if they don't have the 4x you're going to get online and you're going to punish the company for not carrying your excess material uh 4x 5x 6x instead of just finding somewhere that sells a big t-shirt for your fucking ass you're just going to punish them lululemon got shit on like that they tried to get abercrombie and they said no fat chicks because it's abercrombie and we love them uh they tried to get a bunch of people uh they're always doing that post beyonce came out with the line they were they were shit on her for ivy park for a minute and then she just came out with ivy park again up to five or six x or something it's just fucking insane I, my girlfriend loves ivy park i was at the fucking uh store down the street they have a bunch of it there it's like an adidas collab with beyonce and i'm looking for this houndstooth sweater t-shirt thing that she wanted and all they have is four x to six x all the fucking normal girl sizes are gone i'm like who the fuck like they literally got bullied into producing clothes that nobody's ever going to buy. That's hilarious. Dude, that's crazy, man. I walked into an Abercrombie like 10 years ago and put on a 2X shirt. And I was like natty back then. And the sleeves were skin tight. And I was just like, yeah, oh, this yeah. isn't made for me. I, well, I'll go shop someplace else. And then you left. Like, <laughs> and then you just left. And you yeah. were like, this isn't for me. And then you just went on with yeah, your day yeah, and your yeah, life. You throw a tantrum. And... <laughs> Wait, you, you didn't create a whole persona online to justify the fact that their shirt didn't fit you and bully them into buying something you weren't going to buy anyway? Because you could have. probably what I should have done. Because you could have, Paul. And imagine how famous you could be. Think of how much effort, you. though. Like, how stressful and hard would your life be if every fucking day you woke up and you were just upset, screaming at the world, for something i was gonna say Damn, it's like that's how i wake it's up like, it's like harboring a lot of rage <laughs> and like a lot of anger yeah, at all times gym. it yeah. seems exhausting. exhausting and they're already exhausted 
Paul and I talk about it all the time. Like we see people upset, like chronically upset about stuff. And Paul and I are just like, man, like we don't have the energy to stay upset about that for that long. It's like, yo, like I'll be pissed for 15 minutes. And she's like, you know what? Let's, Bro, let's, let's they deleted my account. And I thought it was funny. I was like, this is actually like, this is a win. Cause I'm going to post about this. All my shit's yeah. going to get shared. My engagement was retarded from that moment forward of people just being like, he got taken down for what? He was, he was saying, what about the fat girls? It's <laughs> perfect. And I, I could have been all pissed. Oh, fucking Instagram, fat chicks deleted my shit. But it, it was the best thing that ever happened. Like, I have literally more engagement now than my prior account with more followers. Like, it, it kind of just weeded out all so the people. take that. I, take that to heart, folks. You want to get famous on Instagram? You want to get that engagement up? Just start a fight with a very vocal minority of people. Uh, you know, Lane Norton has made an entire career Boston out Lane. of this, screaming at the same zealots for God knows how long. And he's bought a nice new house. So find your enemy, yell at them on, on social media, and, and don't let up. Relentless. Don't let up until, until you get your millions of followers. But one thing I did mention is that you, John, have genuine intentions. You are a coach. You help people improve their health on a daily basis. You work with 100 plus individuals on a day-to-day -day basis to improve their health, to make them better human beings from a health, fitness, and metabolic standpoint. So you probably have some insights, some plans, some sort of thought as to what is the actual remedy for something like the obesity crisis that the United States is facing. Uh, some of the latest numbers came out, and we are closer than ever to having 40% yeah. of the U.S. population, that is almost half creeping up on half of the u.s population not being overweight but being clinically diagnosed as obese so we are cre creeping towards another less than ideal milestone i mean what's the remedy here how do we fix something well, like this uh one of the things i i like to like i literally hold myself to the standard for any fucking thing i do literally anything on a long enough timeline the truth comes out on a long enough timeline you're gonna know who's the asshole and who you may have thought was an asshole, but was telling you the truth the whole time. And in the short term for these people, I'm the asshole. And in the long term for these people, when they're 55, their prescription list is this fucking long and everything's going haywire for them. Maybe they'll have the thought back to the guy that said, hey, you know, what if this was a bad thing and hurting your health? So it's a social problem. It's not – there's no encouragement we could give these people to do anything different. There's no post we can make to do anything different, but there's a, there's a social issue right now where – you go to Germany, they're, they're fat shaming in Germany, bro. Uh, you go to literally any other country <laughs> other than the UK, because they're at like almost 60%. I think they're beating us right now in obesity statistics. But anywhere where the societal pressure is to be in shape and live long for your family, because, you know, it's a lot more close knit. You got to take care of your mom. You got to take care of your grandpa. You, know, you go to fucking Japan. You're not finding 600 pound people in Japan. It doesn't exist. It's like a fucking circus for them to come here and go to Orlando, Disneyland. They're like, what the fuck is this? You know, who are these people? I just, I love that you brought up Germany. Like, I feel like nothing but peak human <laughs> performance is acceptable in Germany. Yeah. They invented Turinable. Literally, yeah. Like, they invented <laughs> yeah. yours like, truly. I know, I know some German people, and they're direct and to the point. Russians, too. They're like, a lot of my friends in, in the city in New York, there's a lot of Russians here. And if you're fat, they're telling you you're fat, and not because they're mean but because they want the best for their friends. Well, they make you wrestle a bear <laughs> as a child. And if you're fat, yeah, you, you just can't. don't survive. That's why they have no fat Yeah, people. they just, they're direct <laughs> to the point. And that's, we look at it, is, is food any different there? No, you can still order a Big Mac in fucking Russia. 
you can still order DoorDash in Russia. Is anything different? Do they have better gyms there? No, they probably have shittier gyms there. I think America is probably at the forefront of gym performance and, and in you know, our social media and our culture. For the small niche that does it, it's pretty big. But their society and their culture is different as far as how they tolerate it. You couldn't make that fucking post with your football almost touching the floor in your leggings, celebrating that you finally got this six XL top that you've been desiring from whatever company you bullied into getting it. They'd be, they'd look at that and be like, "Who the fuck is this?" You know, they make a fat joke about it. Here, you can't do it because you you lose your Instagram account, and then you know I, I have to get a two put on this chain now because it just says Gooby. <laughs> it's fucked up, bro. It's, it's it's hard out here. No, I'm, I'm getting a two one. made on a separate chain that'll just go beside it. So, yeah. Yeah. Someone can hang behind yeah. it. You can get the two, I'll, I'll the survive. three. Yeah. You, the three, you might want to tell him now. To He's, got the three the three. He's got He's the three already. He's got the three already. He's doing both at the same time. Yeah, it's going to hurt my bottom Perfect. line, but I got to prepare that. for these things. Yeah, I got to prepare for these things. But yeah, yeah so I, I think that's it. I don't think there's a cure for it. I don't think there's any way we can motivate these people. I don't think there's any uh, change in the schools or anything like that that we can make. It's literally just people need to to do what I do and say the hard shit. The, the shame answer is, is a powerful shame. fucking tool, my friend. Fuck the you. answer the is shame. shame. Yeah. It's yeah. Shame. So I tell I tell my fiance this all the time, and she usually beats me when I say it. But I always tell her that like when you were in school, like bullying worked pretty well. Like if you were doing yeah. something dumb in school and like your friends started bullying you for it, you like let's say you were I don't know, let's say you were doing some weird shit. Like you were like sneaking off to the bathroom to like like have sex with your trombone or something like that. Is like, this a personal account? And they'd be like maybe maybe a little bit you know tromboni was my friend and so you know he's he's still buried in the backyard <laughs> so let's say you're doing some weird shit like that and your friends start bullying for you. you you stop right but if your friends were like oh man like you should be like trombone sex positive like like, in, like don't don't turn that down don't don't lose that opportunity there is a little bit of an aspect there that like Nothing maybe and this is kind of in jest but maybe bring back bullying I bully a little the bit. people like Dude, why you, I am we're getting canceled. For <laughs> I mean, I, I bully my best friends the hardest. Like the people, like my my client and friend Josiah posted a we, we deadlifted the other day, ringed his ass. I'm a fat old man, but I'm stronger than him usually. And uh, he was so pissed because we're pulling deadlifts or whatever. He gets whatever. I get one more rep than him. And so he posts a video, forty pounds more, like two days ago. He posts a video and he tags me. It says, "John, don't you dare do six. And I, I literally, it's like midnight and it's the day before my back day. And I just text him to bully him. I'm like, Josiah, I'm not going to do it for six. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm going to do 545 for six. And he's like, are you serious? And then I like, post <laughs> it public. And you know what? That motherfucker is not going to sleep until he does 545 for seven. Like, it's just not going to fucking happen because that's how he's wired. And, and people that want to be better are going to take that criticism and take that but it, it, is that is that really bullying to some people yeah so that's like that's like kind-hearted bullying right that's like really it's yeah me and it's my like friends talk shit yeah. to each other every day yeah. exactly yes. we don't we don't mean wrong. like the true bullying of like bullying in like a negative sense is like making fun of for something that they can't control yeah so like if we use playing like, world of warcraft is a i mean I yeah <laughs> you, so like if we use like john's john's example of body positivity earlier like someone who like lost a leg like like making fun of them for not having a be, leg like that's fucking that's like that's like bullying 
bullying. Well, there's bad and good bullying. Too much. Yeah, That's like, the bad. Yeah, the good bullying is like when Dom posts a video of like 405 for three on deadlift and I just post like you're a pussy or you're weak or something like that. Like, like that's the good bullying because Dom's like, you know what? I could have done a couple more reps yeah, and, and we're kind of pushing each other like that. Time, so there's good and bad, right? He's going to think of that fucking comment and be better for it. He's going to be like, I'll get four. Fuck that fucking guy. Fucking gifted podcast. Show, yeah, fuck. show that guy. See, I'm just not <laughs> wired that way. I'd just be like, ah, oh, fuck, I guess I'm weak. <laughs> so john i think i think you're one of the first ones that i've heard come at obesity from like a social construct like way or like uh viewpoint a lot of people say you know it's it's the government the government should take this upon themselves to incentivize better behavior they should incentivize healthcare to give benefits to people who engage in activities that aren't obesogenic um or would you call it probesity non-probesity probesity yeah to trademark um or they'll say you know like we need to st- like cancel all fast food or like stop selling soda but you know the social aspect of health and fitness is such a huge part i think overlooking what you just said would be silly because having that social support or reconstructing the social atmosphere around obesity and around health and improving your well, fitness think what would is happen a huge part of it. let's say tomorrow fucking Joe Joe Biden gets up and he says something about, uh, you know, we're doing this, uh, we're encouraging this, we're changing all the school lunches, we're going to make these fucking kids run around the track after they eat, we're going to start weighing these kids and taking their BMI, everybody's fucking bench pressing until we hit three patties. Think of, like, just the crying and the wailing. Think of just this, the, what Instagram would look like the day after. It would be, they would just do the same shit they've been doing when they find something they don't like. It wouldn't change anything just because the government's doing it wouldn't be any better. It just has to be everybody, everybody but them, just kind of turning at them. Because right now there's just people that don't care enough to say something about it because they don't encounter it in their day-to-day. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't leave my house. and you know, I, If I got an Instagram and I type the right hashtag in, I'll see a fucking you know, bunch of women I can't bench press. But if I leave my house, I, I don't see that. I, I'm in New York City. I'm walking around. I'm not seeing that on a daily basis. Those people are not out in society doing anything. So there's more of us than there are them, but there's like a fear in saying something about it. Yeah, for, for, for now. For 40%. But there's a fear in saying, hey, this isn't right, because we know what happens when you say this isn't right. John Dorsey loses his account for, you know, merely suggesting that somebody get off their ass and do something about their poor health and fitness. So it's, uh, as long as yes. there's that club. I think it all relates to, to the, Go ahead. I think it relates to, to like what I was talking about in my podcast is that the, the bullshit positivity between all of, all of this group from one person to the other got too big. And then they started thinking it was okay. Cause it honestly does. It creates a delusion. It creates a delusional reality that they think it's okay because others are telling them it's okay. And then they, then they get led into like, Oh, I don't need to work out. Like it's okay to live like this. It's okay to have these things. It's okay to be like this because other people are telling me it's okay to be like this. It's, it's a positive thing to be like this. Like, I don't have to, take care of those things and it creates reality yeah. that's not yeah real. you're right and you know what blows my mind about all those big accounts though biggest mind-blowing mind-boggling thing most of them still have real fucking jobs they have five hundred thousand people look at what you're doing on a daily fucking basis and you haven't figured out 
how to make six figures out of it. It just, it means all the people that are looking at your shit aren't buying something. They're there to support their own delusions. Like you're not, they're not selling any products. They're complaining about other people selling products. They're complaining about other people, whatever. It's a complaining account. So you got a million followers, but like you literally wake up five days a week to go work for somebody else. They're not, they're not doing it right. Like you shouldn't have that following and not be able to monetize it. Most of them have real fucking jobs. It blows my mind. Like none of us have 500,000, a hundred thousand. I don't think anybody even has 40,000 here. Right. Yeah. I, we haven't even made it to 10. We're still, we're trying to, we're trying, we're spending all of our money buying Dom <laughs> followers and we still can't get them to 10. Dom, you're making a living. You don't go to work. Uh, Squad Father, I think you're making a living. Paul, you guys are all making a living doing something online with your, your social media presence. It just blows my fucking mind how, you know, we're offering something, we're offering a benefit, and they're offering a soundboard of crying. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're crying too much. I don't know. Too many tears. Yeah. Too many fucking tears. That is that a sound soundboard. I like that. I like Literally, that you said that. Yeah. That's a good one. That's, that's, you I know like what that. does drive me kind of nuts though, dude, is like when uh, a female, usually it's a female, will post a photo of their off season. They're like, this is real. This is real life. Can't stay shredded forever. And then you have like 25 women under there with like the field goal fucking emoji hands and fucking <laughs> fire emojis and shit. And it's cool. It's cool. You can't stay shredded year round or whatever. It's I'm just like, statement. are we going to make these posts for another decade? <laughs> like we've already been talking about this for a decade. We get it. We know. Do you guys know about like, dumbbells and donuts? Uh-uh. So I know that you had like a spat with her, and I thought that was how you got your account canceled. I thought it yeah, was her. Meal prep. I thought it was her I that did it. So hard and so far into the stratosphere of obesity that there was a, an account called "You Look Like a Man," which I don't know if you guys have time for that story, but uh, she got canceled, and uh, I kind of drove the bus that canceled her, and she still doesn't know it to this day. Uh, huge story, maybe another podcast, but dumbbells and donuts i went after her because she's charging 350 dollars a month for coaching and sucks like i will objectively say i would sit in a court of law and say she sucks and you can back it up with photographic evidence of how shitty her clients always turn out she like put a team together of other coaches and she's like a coach too and i literally was like hey i'm gonna beef with you and make fun of you until you stop coaching and just let your other people handle it and she actually did that i was like go back to work go do something like literally anything else she would, she would, uh, she was trying to marry health at every size and competition prep. She was trying to marry those two things, health at every size and competition prep. She had this fucking video where she's talking about, Oh, I'm out. Uh, I'm on the road. I am so proud of myself. I just went into a gas station and they had Cinnabon. And so I didn't get a Cinnabon, but I got a pub sub and strawberries. And I'm like, Holy fuck. Two bad choices. You're dieting and you bought a pub sub <laughs> instead of Cinnabon and you want a high five for that. Talk about toxic positivity. And I'm sure she got, you know, the fucking goalpost prayer hands in her inbox about it and shit. But I screen recorded it and I was like, this girl charges $350 fucking dollars a month, guys, just so you know. And, uh, oh, it was bad. Is that a real number? Did you just make up a number? I, Is that the, the actual number? I had no fire with her, just seeing her suck. And I went to her website to see what she charged. And at that moment, it was like a, oh, a no. switch flipped. I was like, nope, can't do this. $350? Nope, uh, sorry. You are a fucking thief lady. And it's, you know, she's a fucking 
Yeah. Wait. So you you said marrying health at every size and contest prep. So would she like advocate for people like, hey, you can get as fat as you want in the off season, totally cool if you plan on. She has girls that look like they should be. If you had like a plus size gas station shoot, just imagine what that would look like. And she'd be like, five weeks out. Yeah. And she was like feeding them to the slaughter, right? She was like just yeah. feeding them onto and, the stage just to like get them Maybe I sound like, like destroyed. for saying this. And, and if you look at it the wrong way, I'm the bad guy here. But I would rather send my people prepared. Because think about it. You're an overweight woman. You're in a bikini. You're on stage. You're in front of a bunch of other fucking chicks that tried. The audience is full of the family members and friends of those people that tried and know, know exactly what it's supposed to look like. Other coaches, other people in the industry, a judging panel. Nobody knows that you did this because you lost 50 pounds and you're excited about your new wardrobe. You're just going to get made fun of. And I would rather you not get made fun of. But she doesn't care about that. She sends them to it, the slaughter. There's five girls in the class. She posts about how they got fifth place and posts the trophy and shows up to the show and whatever. And then four girls sign up at 350 a month and she can pay her rent again and repeat the cycle over and over and over. And I like, I literally posted photos of like her clients and I was like, this isn't what it's supposed to look like. This isn't six weeks out. This girl shouldn't even be thinking about a contest prep. You know, I, I had a guy try to hire me the other day and I was like, if you're okay, not going on stage for two years, I'll take your money. Otherwise there's other people that'll scam you. You're not ready. You're not even nearly ready. And he's like, Oh, what if I hire you for an off season? Yes. Now you're talking my language. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know, but this girl, somebody literally, it looked like, you know, just you go to the bus stop and you find like six people and she's like, I got six competitors. You know, that's just her, that's her fucking squad that she shows, she was showing up with. And I don't think she directly coaches anybody any, anymore because like I came down hard, hard about it, but she's got like some other people that fuck with her. She's got some pros that are coaches for her. Like, I don't really understand what the fuck's going on over in that world, but it's, there's a lot of money changing hands and, and not a lot of winners coming out of that circle. So not that great. Not that great. Yeah. I, I observed that one from a distance and I was very con- confused as you were like, why are these people associating with this individual? How is this a team? Who is qualified here? Why do your athletes look like this? the messaging that you're putting out there doesn't line up with the competitive bodybuilding space. It was just a very, it's like a very twilight zone kind it's, of feel. It's sad too, because there's it. a lot of people that they hire a coach because somebody else told them about it or whatever. They have no idea what the fuck they're getting into. They don't know what it's supposed to look like and they get conned. And like I said earlier, long enough timeline, you're going to know who the asshole was and who was telling you the truth. And when I made posts about her, I had shit, you not probably 40 girls inbox me that were her ex-clients that were mad all about the same thing i got embarrassed i looked like an idiot she fucking scammed me and i wish i could get my money back fuck that girl you know i told them all file a paypal chargeback fuck this girl she actually said she was gonna sue me and uh and at the end there and i was like i would love nothing more than that that would be that would make my year that would be a controversy Or like I actually get to use my law degree. Like, all the shit I was saying was true. She did charge three fifty a month. None of her clients were fucking winning. They all sucked. Like, what the fuck? Are, you know, the the insulation from slander is if it's true. That's you know, if I say she's charged a thousand a month and she's you know touching her clients, like okay, 
she can sue me for that, but I never said that. I just said she sucked and she charged too much. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's someone else entirely. That's someone else entirely. That fits that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's, let's not, not let's not. No, I think, I think a lot of what I saw from her and, you know, coaches of that same ilk are like, you know, some people compete just to get on stage. Like for them, getting on stage is an accomplishment. And true, those people do exist, but they are the overwhelming minority. If you talk to 10 people who have the aspiration to get on stage, nine of them will say, I'm getting on stage because I want to prove myself win. and I want to win. I want to do well. There is one of those 10 people that might say, this would just be an accomplishment to me, something that I would like to check off my list. So if you try and reach or hit everyone with that, just get on stage, you can do whatever you want. You're going to convince that them of that short term. Like you said, short term, you're going to be the nice guy. Long term, you're going to be the asshole because they're going to get on stage with the aspiration of winning, competing and doing well. And they're going to fall very well short of that and be pretty upset I mean, with you. You guys have they had should be really good competitive. And it's like that stage take getting off stage is like always emotional for people. And you've had it where like guy does pretty well, gets second place or something. And he's like, almost in tears coming off because it's just like so much going on and i just couldn't imagine like not looking like a bodybuilder and being in that position and just the emotional overload that's going to come with you just stood next to eight girls that are ripped and you don't even look like you've started training yet and there's some girl in the and there's one girl in the audience cheering for you that you've spent you know, six grand on so far in the last year and a half and I don't know. I just don't know what that feels like. I don't want anybody to feel that. <laughs> like, fuck. Not good. Not Dude, good. The that, expediter that calls your numbers me. and they're lining you guys up and you see what all the other girls look like and you're standing next to them and you're like, oh my God, we're all in the same division. Like, <laughs> this is about this to go very, very bad. And that they push dude. you off to the side and they don't even look at you again. You're like, wow, I just spent yeah. how much money to get on this stage and this is what the experience was. And those individuals, they leave the stage with a sour taste in their mouth about the sport and they yep. spend the rest of their life bad mouthing the sport they say bodybuilding is this and it's not yep. Yep. your exposure yep. to bodybuilding was that because you got conned by this individual and you paid 350 dollars a month for it that is john's core issue with individuals like that that was great that that that, that yeah. was that was it's right where i was going clip it <laughs> clip it, it. ruins it ruins are the thing we love about competitions and i see the same it, thing with bad girls. coaches bad coaches do two things they they bring a bad client to the stage and ruins the taste of bodybuilding to them ever again they never want to do it again and then it even could have an aftermath effect of somebody seeing that person on stage and saying Oh, they don't look that I good. Never Maybe I could that. give this a try. And then that the person gives it a try. Yeah, I never thought about that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Listen, but, I, I compete in Michigan, my man. <laughs> you want to come to a show? <laughs> <laughs> I, I see the opposite side of that of being unprepared is the individuals who work with a diet with a coach who maybe diets them too hard, puts them on an overly restrictive meal plan, too much cardio, too little calories, maybe too much drugs as well. And they don't, you know, come off of those drugs in a, in a mindful manner and they balloon up 40 pounds. And then they post that as their experience with bodybuilding. Bodybuilding gave me eating disorders. Bodybuilding made me rebound and gain 40 pounds of body fat and lose my insulin sensitivity and not want to go to the gym anymore and not sleep. And I lost my sex drive and my period didn't come back and all this and they associate that with bodybuilding when it's not you just worked with someone yeah, who wasn't qualified to lead your body the word yep definitely yep. Fuck, yep man that's yep 
I know a girl. I know a girl that was trying to prep and horrible coaching experience $300 a month the most garbage thing I've ever was it macros most garbage meal plan I've probably seen ever it was weird it was like half macros half meal plan and and then it was it was like two meals were macros two meals were meals and then (laughs) (laughs) wow and then uh she she couldn't handle it anymore and she she stopped her prep told her told the coach this this is what the coach replies I knew this was coming. This sport's not for everybody. Oh, and I was like, it's, what? I mean, <laughs> Jesus. And now she never wants to compete C- ever again. Wrong, because it's done. Yeah, but she's and she out. would be a good competitor. But cor- correct me if I'm wrong here, but we're professional yeah, she's done with it. timeline creators and expectation setters. And I think that's what these coaches we're talking about are missing the mark on. They got to check who needs fucking eight months of dieting to even be in a position to start a contest prep. And they're like, well, fucking three hours of cardio. She would eat, eat, eat nothing. We'll T3 the fuck out of her. And uh, and that'll be that. And then they hate it because there was, it was never going to happen in the first place. This coach set the bad expectation. They never said you're not ready. They never said more time. They said, oh, you want to compete? Let's do it. They're not saying no. There's power in the world where no. No, you can't do that. No, you're not ready for it. They don't want to say it. They want to say yes, yes, yes. Pay me. Run the fucking thing. And let's see what the fuck happens. And what happens is what you guys just described. Burnout. I hate this sport. Wow, I can't believe it's like that. It's not like that. Have you guys had preps where it wasn't really fucked up because you were in a good spot to start and it wasn't miserable until maybe the last few weeks where you're like, all right, now it's really not that good. That's happened to me too. The last one I ever did was the best one I ever did because I I had the expectation in my head set. My coach wasn't a fucking moron. My coach set me up in an off season to be ready and lean to start and everything went really smoothly. But these girls aren't getting that shot. They're new to it. I want to compete instead of saying maybe in a year and a half where let's take a 40 week dive into this and then we'll look at a prep for maybe next season or something. They say, there's a show in 12 weeks. Let's see if you can live on a treadmill. (laughs) Run it. Run it. Dude. But like the shitty thing is, is like coming into coaching a lot of the, the, I guess high-end top well-known coaches played the number game and that's what they did, you know, and, and they built up a very successful business doing it. And you only see the successful ones, right? The pros that, that survive it or do really well, or just respond to fucking anything. And, uh, I mean, it sucks. I think a lot of people see that example and they're like, oh shit, well, these, these top coaches made it doing this. That's what I'm going to do. Or that's their only exposure to coaching. So they just yeah, repeat I mean, what they were taught. That, that has a timeline. Client retention mm-hmm. is, is a big factor in what we do. And client uh, recommendation is a big factor of what we do. There's probably 10 guys that I started working with when I originally began that were responsible for my whole fucking business taking off. And you guys know this is probably happened for you too because you took care of them. And if you have this big fucking prep machine that it turns yeah. into where you're taking everybody, running everybody into the ground, and like Paul says, the only ones that make it are the ones that would respond to anything, you're going to have 10 good turnups and then fucking 400 rotten ones that are never going to tell anybody anything nice about you. Those are the guys we hear all the stories about. You know what I mean? They just run everybody into the ground, and nobody has anything nice to say about them unless you're winning with them, which is you know, 10 out of 400, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I think the whole running a lot of people through it kind of 
like recruiting top end clients and attaching your name to them, things like that. It's probably a, a whole nother conversation for a whole nother episode. John, yeah. we don't want to take your entire day here. Let the people know where they can find out a little bit more about you. Let them know where they can uh, apply for coaching with you and let us know if there are any uh, big projects that you're working on, anything that yeah, you're, you're getting yeah. ready to release so this year. I'm on at goob underscore you too. Uh, if too long comes and you guys drop this podcast and I get canceled, it'll be Goobu three. Just say no. So there's both of those. I say a little, <laughs> a little Perfect. more on Goobu three. We'll edit it. Uh, my website is goobutraining.com. If you want to, for whatever reason, after listening to this, actually want to get roasted by me or work with me, you can do that there. <laughs> and then something I'm super fucking excited about that I'm having uh, come out this year is I'm doing a posing book. We didn't talk about posing at all, but it's probably one of my favorite things that I do for my clients and other coaches and and stuff people send me their their people dom you've sent me a couple of your people for sure and i i pose them and show them the way to do whatever their stage presentation but i'm doing a book that kind of gets you far enough to where you don't need to hire me is the, is the goal to where you can figure it out on your own enough to to learn all the things that you would learn in the session and then if you want more you know by all means hire me but i just have too many people that try to to get in and i only have so many hours in the day so i'd rather put a fucking book out there i don't need the fucking money from posing but i'll give them a book and you guys can learn and do the things you need to do to not look absolutely fucked up on stage which god you've seen some shit if you've been to a bodybuilding show <laughs> god anyway so yeah, that'll be out later in the oh, year yeah. otherwise oh. uh yeah hey when that's uh when that's ready let us know and we will uh very happily spread that far and wide for you <clears throat> you gotta you gotta sit with goob at a show i sat with him at north americans for a little bit and it is it's honestly amazing the way he just picks people up. <laughs> hey, your adductors suck your hamstrings uh, suck if you twisted your foot you could do this if you could do that so very okay, highly thanks, recommended thanks, posing Tom. coach paul paul anything to leave the people with paul how'd the window go oh, by what's the that way? box was you? it measured so it was measured dude I, i'm right now i have no blinds in my house so everybody walking their dog right <laughs> would, now would the man have that. oh god that's terrifying all the the shit i have on my desk that i probably shouldn't you're just you're just walking by and you just see paul in their headphones mike you're like what the fuck is this guy doing what is this massive meat mountain doing here probably why does he he need three screens (laughs) dom are you gonna change your chair and make fun of it all right guys yeah me he's He's committed to that thing on your chair it makes him he's feel going, fast uh, he's going full twitch streamer here soon uh, so, so he when he scoots to the I'm bathroom to stop coaching bro i'm starting yeah. to try to just do this twitch thing nah so when he scoots to the bathroom he can pretend to be fast man dom plug your dom, dom plug your twitch real quick what is it twitch.tv slash kuz k-u-u-z go subscribe now you're gonna see some good content over there soon um as always i am the squat father follow us on instagram at gifted performance make sure you like comment subscribe do all that weird youtube shit bump us up in the algorithm make sure that as many people as possible see this so we can get goob u2 canceled asap and we can move this train along to goob u3 <laughs> oh shit i do have a thing what is answer it? responsibly look out for it it's coming we're gonna oh, put the yeah. link below pre-register <laughs> learn your shit so you stop fucking yourself up we will see you on the next one as always guys stay gifted later <laughs>